This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackham Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackham. Hey, kiddies. Joker here. Just wanted to let you know that I, the Clown Prince of Crime, and the Jack of All Nerds show, love the Elijah Bailey show. You should listen to it all the time. Isn't that right, Batsy? <laughs> Sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. Thanks for downloading the Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blacken Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blacken Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Black & Three, two, one. Welcome back. What is up, guys? What up, folks? Let me know in chat if you're watching live, and you can watch live if you're listening now on Apple Podbeam, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. If you want to watch the show, 4:30 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, every Sunday, you can watch live on Twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore five thousand, or on Facebook at EJB Gaming. That's Edge B Gaming. Uh, you can join there, you can watch, you can jump in chat and comment, say whatever you want uh, that pertains to the show, ask questions, and just be in here live with us. But today is our video game episode, so if you're new to the channel, if you're new to the show, uh, each and every week is different, um, but we recycle every single month. So the first week is comics, second week we cover anime, third week, which is this week, is video games, fourth week is our Bailey Bugle, and if there's a fifth week, then we dive into whatever. Now you guys already know that tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but next episode, next Sunday's episodes, 
uh, is going to be a Zoro episode because we got so much information about Zoro in the land of Wano and his lineage. And so we're going to dive into that uh, because there's some things that have been uh, there's some discrepancies. So we'll talk about that. It'll be a one piece forward episode, not one piece heavy because we got other news as well. Um, but today is the video game episode, so let's not waste any time. There's a lot of news. Sony had the showcase, uh, and you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too much that we, we didn't know was coming. There's, there's some new titles, but a lot of the stuff and me and Buck talked about this, we're not going to get for a couple years. So, uh, Sony, did they really bring anything? Did they offer anything? Yes, we have titles that are on the way, but What's here for us now in the PS5? How many games are there for that system? Is it really worth, you know, you know, putting in all that money for right now, or should we wait for some more titles? But let's dive in. Uh, first up is the uh, the releases. So there's a there's quite a few releases. Uh, we're recording this show on September twelfth. So if you're watching live, uh, a lot of these releases have already been out, but there are there's some to look forward to. There's, there's quite a bit to look forward to. So let's get into this. Uh, so what we already have out is Lake for PC and Xbox. Uh, that dropped September 1st. September 2nd, uh, Demon Gaze Extra dropped for PS4 and Switch. Uh, also, uh, September 2nd was WRC 10 for PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Now, I'm guessing uh, it didn't it didn't specify, but I'm guessing for Xbox One plus Xbox Series X and S if PS4 and PS5 are on there. Uh, September 3rd, Big Rumble Boxing, Creed Champions. And I saw this. This is supposed to be in the Rocky line of video games. Now, if you've ever played a Rocky video game before, I think the last time uh, me and Trey played was like on the maybe xbox 360 or maybe it was the original xbox it was, it was a while ago and um it, it plays just like the movie but this this dropped on september 3rd pc ps4 xbox uh, xbox one and then switch uh the medium also dropped on september 3rd for ps5 uh and then chernobylite for ps4 and xbox one dropped september 7th Fist Forged in Shadow Torch dropped for PC, PS4, and Xbox One September 7th. And also Sonic Colors Ultimate dropped for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on September 7th. September 9th, we had The Artful Escape for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, and it, I, I'm distinguishing which Xbox based on what generation systems coupled with it. So I think this is pretty accurate. Uh, September 10th is the uh, Life is Strange True Colors for PC, PS4, Xbox 5, uh, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Lost in Random for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and Switch also drops on September 10th. Uh, we also have Tales of uh, Arise for PC, PS4, Xbox 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and WarioWare Get It Together for Switch that dropped both dropped on September 10th. Okay, uh, coming September 14th, we saw some shit about this. This it looks so good. We're going to watch the trailer later. Deathloop for PC and PS5. Uh, Bang Dream Girls uh, Band Party, which is a very popular anime series that's coming out for the Switch. It, I think it's going to be just like an idol simulator. Uh, September 16th, also September 16th, we have Metallic Child for PC and Switch. Then on uh, last, on September 16th, we have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, uh, which we're going to take a look at a trailer today. 
which dropped and we got to see a little bit more. Um, let's see. Origami 2 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X and X drops on September 17th. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Prince's Edition for the Switch drops September 7th as well. Then September 21st, we get uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits for PC, PS4, and PS5. Then Diablo 2, Resurrected, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, and Switch drops on September 23rd. Also September 23rd, we get Sable for PC, Xbox uh, Series X. And S. Then uh, September 24th, we have Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS5, which I I still haven't beat the first one. I took some time off. I'm playing it, and it looks nice. And I'm like, dude, like I'm invested in it now on the PS4. Do I really want to buy it for the PS5? And then they showed some some extras uh, for the Director's Cut. Same thing for Ghost of Tsushima, and I might I might be in for it whenever we upgrade. We'll see. I'll let you know. But also September 24th, we have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the Switch. If you haven't played it yet and you've been waiting for it to come to the Switch, you are in for a treat. Great series. And then Lost Judgment, this is another title that I want to get for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Xbox One drops September 24th. Moving to September 28th, we have Ghost Runner for uh, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, also on September 28th, we have uh, Limnus Gate for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and P- uh, PS5. Then we have Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye, PC, PS4, Xbox uh, One on September 28th as well. Doctor Who, The Edge of Reality, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Switch for September 30th. Uh, also September 30th, uh, Austria sending PCP, uh, yeah, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and Switch. And then we have two, oh, the rest of our titles come out on September 30th. Uh, we have Hot Wheels Unleashed PC, PS4, Xbox One. Xbox Series X and S, PS5, and Switch. Uh, the Legend of Heroes, uh, Kuro no Kiseki for PS4. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered Collection, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Switch. And then Melty Blood Type Luminia, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, all drop September 30th as well. So those are your releases for September. Make sure uh, if you need to uh, stop, uh, well, listen to the podcast all the way through, then go back. I'll go ahead and timestamp it so you can go back and check out all these releases again, just in case you missed some games. But two of the titles uh, we're going to talk about today were also on Sony's showcase. So before we take our first break, just to keep things moving in a forward fashion, uh, we are going to uh, talk about our Tayosei character. Now, normally I have these done uh, with the stream deck. Today I was like, fuck the stream deck. And let me move this way just a bit so y'all can, uh, bam, I don't want to get in this man's way. Let's make him just a little bit bigger. I should have actually pulled him up on YouTube. Let's, you know what? I don't want to disrespect this man in any way or fashion. Um, but this is Dudley, Dudley Do-Right. That's why I call him because he looks like Dudley Do-Right and he is a very proper, prim, respectable man. Um, oh yeah, this is a good one. Google career certificates provide. We're going to, we're going to wait for this uh, commercial to go by, but Dudley is from Street Fighter. He is going to be our Taiyose, our character that we are talking about this week. And we haven't talked about it. Yeah. I know the commercial came up. Sorry about that, but we have not talked about him uh, in quite some time. 
So let's go ahead. Yeah, there we go. I want y'all to get just like, I know the pictures are nice. They look good, but I want you to actually uh, see this man. Let me move this off my face. Now, if you guys haven't played Street Fighter, he's a uh, boxing type character. Bam, there we go. Oh, look at that. Nice and neat. There's some specials. Uh, but he was on Street Fighter. He made his debut in 1997, uh, 1997 Street Fighter 3. New Generation also appeared in games, uh, the two updates, Second Impact and Third Strike. Unlike the other boxer characters of the series, the villainous uh, uh, <laughs> Barlog, uh, Dudley is portrayed as a well-mannered English gentleman. In the game, he also has uh, far less lofty motivations than other characters. Dudley's storyline in the game... Uh, the games have him uh, recovering uh, his father's antique car in Street Fighter 3 and Street Fighter 3 Second Impact, training for an upcoming boxing competition to be uh, attended by the royal family. In Street Fighter 3 Third Impact or Third Strike, uh, or looking for roses to plant in his garden in uh, Super Street Fighter 4. Dudley has been well received and has been uh, named one of the uh, characters that players love and want to see in future Street Fighter ins installations. And you might get to see him when we do our Saturday morning uh, battles since Stone has won again. This might be a, a game he chooses. Uh, I don't even want it, to. It's the video game episode. We'll go into that in a minute. Uh, as a result, he appeared. Uh, uh, yeah, he appeared as a playable character in Street Fighter 4 um, and Super Street Fighter 4 and his downloadable character and content for uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. And it seems that uh, there are plans to bring him to other future titles and future series. So that is Dudley. Dudley is the man. Dudley has the beard with the little handlebars and all that shit. Well, he just looks nice. He looks spiffy. He's like, he's like, why I oughta? He's a why I oughta kind of guy, you know? Uh Let's go ahead and get out of this. Let's keep it moving. So now that we've talked about Dudley and you guys got to see some of his moves, which, you know what? We we do need to play Street Fighter because y'all need to see Dudley put in some work. Uh, we're going to take our first pause for the cause. Now, remember, I didn't say that at the title of the show, but it is in the description. It is in everything. If you're watching on Twitch, if you're watching on Facebook, um, the uh, songs the music that we get when you're hearing those uh, those Zelda beats at the beginning of the show, those are from Rifty Beats. Rifty Beats is where we get our tunes from. Um, he's, he's came in, I think he came out with a new Attack on Titan beat like today or yesterday. Um, and then some Zelda stuff. Breath of the Wild is what we listen to. We're, we're actually going to do Zelda's lullaby now, lullaby now. So get ready for that as we go into break. And then when we come back, we have news to tackle because uh, Twitch is suing hate raiders. Uh, we got the Shoney set, so, uh, Showcase, Infamous 5 is in the works, or rumors thereof. Uh, what else do we have? There's so much stuff that's coming. Uh, I think you guys will be uh, pleasantly surprised. So let's take a pause for the cause, and we'll be right back with episode 280 of The Elijah Bailey Show. All those sweet, lofty beats. And you know what? Now that I'm doing this, I'm trying to... Well, I'm not trying to. I remember what I have to do. I have to make sure to cut the music beforehand because if you're watching live, you're getting different beats than uh, than what people that are listening to the podcast are during our commercials, during the commercial breaks. If you're listening uh, on Apple uh, Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, you're hearing the actual commercials that we produce at the studio and uh, commercials for this show, other shows, and then just things like burrito condoms and shit like that. 
Uh, if you are watching live, you're getting music straight from Rifty Beats, which is our opener. Ender. And you, you listen to that stuff, too, in the streams. So I'm playing Hades in the dungeon or playing Dragon Ball Fighters. You're getting specific beats for specific things. Video game beats for video game shows. Anime beats for anime shows. I'm looking for comic book beats, but... I feel like my hero kind of covers all that shit. So let's get back into it. Let's get back to these articles because there's, there's quite a one, two, three, four, five. We got six articles before we get into the Sony showcase. So let's go ahead and hit this hard. Now, first, but uh, I mean, it's not too important, but it's something that we all like and something that we all use. And you guys have heard me bitch and complain about them for the last couple of weeks. My, my PS4, the Xbox controllers are going out. I'm ready for the next gen system so I don't have to reinvest in some old tech. But this comes from a Game Informer. Uh, by Ben Reeves, your Xbox One controllers are getting a next-gen update. Microsoft has encouraged us to whip out our wallet and pony up for some hot new controllers based on Forza and Halo. But if you don't have the cash to spare or your old Xbox control or Xbox controllers still work with the Xbox Series X and H, which mine won't, uh, and those old controllers are about to get a little bit better, Microsoft is currently testing a firmware update for Bluetooth-enabled Xbox One controllers, Xbox Elite 2 and Xbox adaptive controllers that offers better cross device connectivity and reduce latency. Now that might actually help because that's what I'm running into. Now, if Sony can get on some shit like that and it actually works, we're good. Uh, the update allows for better cross device connectivity uh, by supporting Bluetooth low energy. According to Microsoft's blog post on the topic, you will uh, you will be able to play wirelessly on Xbox 10 PCs, iOS 15 Plus, and Android devices with Bluetooth low, late, low latency for Xbox uh, for remote play from your console or cloud gaming with Xbox, uh, Xbox Games Plus Ultimate and on the go. Now, that has been an issue for me because mine won't even, I, I tried to play it on my, uh, on my iPhone and it wouldn't let me. And I feel like that might be the issue with my controller, but as this firmware comes out, I'm, I'm interested to see what actually happens. Says after installing the firmware update, these controllers will uh, remember one Bluetooth host, uh, uh, like smartphone or whatever uh, that you're using, and one Xbox wireless host, which would be your Xbox console, so you can quickly and seamlessly switch between previously connected devices with a simple uh, double tap of the pair button. The new update also delivers dynamic latency, allowing controller inputs to travel to your xbox series x and s console more efficiently effectively offering a more responsive experience we are excited to bring new software features to xbox one controllers with bluetooth support xbox elite wireless controllers series 2 and xbox adaptive controllers that were previously available only on the next gen xbox series x and x uh, consoles uh, continues in the post to uh, firmware update or the firmware update is available to alpha skip ahead and alpha users today and will be available to additional uh, flight rings in the weeks to come it's worth uh, you know I'm, I'm excited to see you know what happens especially with these controllers we invest so much money in there like 60 bucks um, that is nothing cheap 60 70 bucks depends on how much they want to raise the price I know uh, the joy cons for the switch are fucking ridiculous so anything that'll help without us having to spend money I'm always down for uh, sorry, I don't want you to hear that shit. Uh, next, this one was was uh, interesting. I kind of forgot this was in the loop, but uh, Twitch is suing hate raiders. Um, and there was something, there was an email that we got about the hate raids. And then there's been videos by like um, 
stream schemes and stuff like that on how to, you know, essentially get rid of hate raiders altogether. But Twitch sues two alleged hate raiders. Hate raids are an ongoing ongoing problem on the streaming platform, and Twitch is now taking legal action. This comes from, uh, what is this one? GameStop or GameSpot.com. Let's see, taking the legal route against hate speech on the platform, Twitch is suing two individuals who have allegedly participated in creating and facilitating hate raids against multiple creators. Uh, Twitch has always suffered from toxic toxic chats, namely comments that attack marginalized creators based on their race, gender, or sexuality. But recently, such activities intensified into hate raids. Uh, perpetrators of the hate raids often use bots to overwhelm the chat with harmful language, usually at the rate that exceeds uh, the streamer's ability to moderate chat. And so I know that you guys that do jump in the chat are like, oh, I can't do this and I can't do all these emotes or this that's primarily why for these bots especially now now i've had conversation like limbs joined the chat not too long ago and that's something we were talking about because they were trying to put up a lot of uh i mean we chatted the whole time so they're doing emotes and all kinds of things for boyfriend dungeon hades but that is one thing that we've had to do and you have to go through and type in you know what you want that's acceptable what's not acceptable so I feel like if this goes through, uh, and and there there are some kind of repercussions, then a lot a lot of people will stop doing this type of shit. Um, especially if you're trying to use a platform that tracks all your information when you create an account, it doesn't make any sense. But Twitch acknowledged the uh, hate raid problem in conjunction with campaigns by Twitch streamers that asked for companies to do more about hate raids and promised that uh, it was looking for the solution. Now, in a lawsuit filed on September 9th, Twitch and uh, Cruzzle or Cruz control and creation overdose as two individuals who created bots and launched multiple hate raids against racial minorities and LGBTQ plus community members. The company claimed it took swift action against uh, defendants by suspending and uh, eventually permanently banning defendants known uh, Twitch accounts. The two individuals, however, continued to make new accounts and alter their hate raid code in order to avoid, avoid detection and suspension. The lawsuit then is an attempt to put a firm end to the defendant's participation and creation of hate raids. Twitch believes that cruise control uh, resides in the Netherlands and uh, uh, creatine overdose. What did I say? What did I say? Create overdose or whatever? Creatine overdose uh, currently lives in Austria. Uh, Austria. The real names of both individuals are currently unknown. Twitch streamers have been dissatisfied with the platform's seemingly slow response to the influx of hate raids. On September 1st, Twitch streamers uh, appealed to the platform for solution and organized a day-long Twitch boycott called a Day Off Twitch in order to pressure the company to do more about the influx of hate raids. So if you guys are uh, used Twitch a lot, you guys were there for that, you guys knew about that. Uh, the campaign was a follow-up to uh, Twitch Do Better. One that also called for Twitch to offer tools for marginalized creators to defend against hate speech bombardment. Twitch response to a campaign on Twitter and promised that uh, it was actively looking for ways to, uh, you know, come to a resolution. Now, uh, as, as one of these creators, as as a creator, especially a black creator, you have to go through so many steps. And I tell people when you're creating your account, go ahead and use Streamlabs, use as many tools as you need to, and be specific in the shit that you want to appear in your streams and on your streams and what you don't want because there's a lot of bullshit especially at times like now where people are acting like fucking assholes for no reason you have to you have to protect yourself um 
Next, let's go ahead and watch some of this. I have still not, I still have not played this. I want to get this for PS5. It's fucking dope as hell. Uh, we're gonna get right into it. This is, uh, and let's make sure this is well. This is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There we go. Um, now Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We got some information uh, via Twitter on things that are going to be updated. So. Uh, this comes from comicbook.com. Assassin's Creed Valhalla reveals new features in uh, its next update. Now, uh, we can't. Now, this comes from the Assassin's Creed official Twitter account at Assassin's Creed. We can't give everything away just yet, but the upcoming game update may or may not include three new River Raid maps, nightmare combat difficulty, three new abilities, new weapons and gear. Did someone say uh, short sword? Then there was another post that said Assassin's Creed Valhalla title update 1.3.1 launches tomorrow, September 7th. So if you are a part of that Assassin's Creed family, you've already felt this. But if you have not and you plan on buying it or it's on yourself and you haven't played it, these will be updated as well. So you will just get the improved version. Uh, game improvement, Odin's Blessings, Community Tattoo Contest items. Um, you have River Raid update, new nightmare combat difficulty, and uh, 14 gigabyte to 34 gigabyte, depending on the platform that you play on. So that is what we. Oh, it looks so beautiful. Um, I have not played it yet, and I want to, but I'm I'm always waiting for the next the next gen system. You know, I'm I'm still enjoying Animal Crossings, which as soon as I get off of here, I'm gonna play for my day, so I don't miss my Nook Bucks. Um, but that, those are things I'm waiting for. Plus, I'm playing old titles I haven't beat yet, so I got, I got there's plenty of time to wait. Um, but that is uh, what is there for Assassin's Creed. This is some of the opening shit. If you guys have not played, you guys need to check it out. Okay, so let me pull up the next game because we're going to talk about uh, dun -dun, Infamous. Now, if you have not played Infamous, uh, we're going to pull up Infinite Two, Infamous 2 gameplay. Now, I played both games. I beat... This is what fucking pissed me off. I played Infamous One, um, and I beat Infamous One on like one hundred percent good, one hundred percent bad, and I was going through my third playthrough and trying to, you know, tread that line. And then at the time, I don't know, I got like it like the mini viruses that you got and it wiped the memory. So I had to start that shit all over. So by the time that Infamous Two came out, I was playing Infamous One again and doing the same thing. This game is about morality. What you choose is, you know, kind of what happens. You go through Cole's story, and it's interesting what kind of hero or villain he becomes, and then he comes back, and you got some back-to-the-future past type shit. So it's a game that you really need to play. It's almost it's very uh, reminiscent of Static Shock, how, like, this deal goes off. And uh, let me actually... Yeah, this will work. This game, uh, this deal goes off. People get powers. You know, they're chased. They're pursued because they are different. Um, and so you're trying to navigate. And you're Cole. I know your name is Cole. And, you're, and it's really about, am I going to be good or am I going to be bad? Now, we always wanted a follow-up to the series because it was that good. And I like the way that it, in the second one you had a different character who was tagging things. Um, as a, a graffiti artist, and they kind of blended both games together, kind of like prototype. But Infamous, uh, there's a PS5 rumor, gains traction following more uh, recent moves from PlayStation. So again, this comes from comicbook.com. And then there was also a 
a Twitter uh, post that we'll go into, but within the past uh, past day, a new rumor came about suggesting that PlayStation could soon be looking to bring back its uh, dormant superhero franchise, Infamous, the series which has solely been developed by Sucker Punch Productions up until this point hasn't received a new installment uh, since 2014. And while there is no guarantee, we'll end up seeing a new entry announced later this week at Sony's uh, PlayStation events, which they did not allow announced we may still be getting one anyway not long after this rumor of the new infamous game has started to swirl fans begin digging around online and you know how you guys are you'll cancel the shit out of somebody so that means you can find the shit out of something and you did um so they went to online to see uh, if they missed anything and found by user onion triple O 48 on Twitter, it seems as though PlayStation actually re registered the domain of the official infamous website earlier this summer, rather than letting the domain expire. Those at Sony updated it at the end of June in order to keep the website name in control. And it shows uh, infamous. Uh, and this is the Twitter uh, post. I was talking about infamous project rumored getting announced it at the upcoming PlayStation showcase infamous uh, uh, the game domain update by sucker punch are something for PS5 games and it shows a screenshot of the domain information so what how do you guys feel about that did you guys play infamous what are you thinking and you know this is a lot of movie stuff right here let's get to some gameplay there's Cole he had electric uh, you know thunder based attack so it made you feel like you're a fucking Thor when you're going through the place uh, obliterating people but you could use that and it uses a system of as you beat um, people you know you get updates you get upgrades you do missions you help people around the city you try to take over territories, restore it, you know, blah, blah, blah. You absorb electricity to give your power energy because you can run out of it. And then as you complete different missions, as you complete different things, you can choose which path to take and you can gain different abilities like being able to hover, being able to fly, throwing um electric bombs that delay and explode later, throwing, you know, sapping energy from shit. So that's the game that's what we're hopefully we're in for i like the fact that and it showed on your body the more evil you got the more your face cracked and you got these like look like dr stone type character and you can see like your energy was red and then when you're good apparently what you saw just a minute ago it's like blue almost like uh, jedi shit so i would try it out if you guys haven't and i'm excited i'm ready for another one just because i like superhero based games and then anything where you have to choose you know how moral you are you know what what you're planning to do as a hero and that's that's the shit that i like uh next we have some stuff from game informer the next halo infinite multiplayer beta arrives later this month um uh and new details uh, revealed so if you missed the last one which i did you'll get another chance the first halo infinite beta period also called a flight test was met with resounding uh positive feedback from players from not teabagging robots to smoothly gunplay, Halo fans seem to really enjoy their time with the game. But now it's time to get serious. Gone are the bots for the next Halo Infinite multiplayer beta, and we've got new details to pour. Um, and it, before everything kicks off next month, so 343 Industries gave interesting players, and this was also on their official Twitter. So if you guys want to go check it out now, you can. 
uh, gave uh, interested players a heads up about the upcoming flight test. The next early access period for Halo fans to dive into the upcoming play period is set to begin September 24th with a cutoff of September 13th to register. So today is September 12th. If you're watching, register today or tomorrow. If you're listening to this podcast, sorry, it's too late. But uh, register so you can take a part of it now. And this is why I added this in so you guys can take advantage of it. You can check my Twitter. You can check their Twitter uh, to make sure that you don't miss the multiplayer experience. Be sure to check out Halo in, uh, Halo Insider Hub. Um, and what they posted said the next Halo Infinite multiplayer uh, preview is targeted to arrive on September 24th. All fully registered Halo Insider profiles as of September 13th. Excuse me. Are eligible to participate? Don't miss out. Head to aka.ms forward slash Halo Insider. Uh, get your profile fully filled out and then prepare to take off. If you're looking for extra pointers on how to fully register, be sure to check out. And then there's another link for be prepared for flighting. So again, go over to Halo's official Twitter page. Click on that link so you can go to Halo Insider and you can register as well to be a part of this. Because um, I'm excited. Everything that I saw. Uh, everything that we saw at E3 looked fucking amazing. I like the shields. I, I just want to get a, a feel for the combat and get back in there because that's something that I do enjoy. That was, Halo was one of the first games that really got me to look at Xbox more. And then again, it was a local couch co-op. You, you, you take an Xbox to somebody's house, a big ass old Xbox, and then four controllers, four controllers, you're just partying it up. So I'm excited about that. Okay, let's go ahead and head into Sony's showcase um, right now. So we'll go ahead and start this, um, while I pull up these, cause there's some, there was some, there was some shit. There was some co-op, uh, things that we need to talk about for some, some titles that, you know, I was kind of surprised that they were, uh, not, you know, they weren't committing. I, I want to say they were not committing to some of the things that they could do. Everybody's kind of upset about it, but before we get into that, we have uh, Sony Showcase. They sh- they talked about some remasters, and I keep talking about this. As long ago as it was that we got uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, they are milking that fucking cow dry. We're getting a remaster of GTA Five. We're getting a remaster of Uncharted: Thieves' End and Lost uh, Legacy. We're getting a remaster of the um, Star Wars: Night of the Old Republic. Uh, along with Alan Wake. Now, Alan Wake, I'm excited about, but I'm also, you know, Sony is just really showing remakes to us, and that's kind of how they started. Now, we're going to skip around because there's titles that I want to talk about first. I don't want to wait on. The first one's right here. Um, you guys are going to get to see this shit. This is uh, Spider-Man 2 from sony now one thing that we did get confirmed after um sony showcase this also comes from game informer insomniac spider-man 2 does not uh need co-op so insomniac debuted a trailer for spider-man 2 and it was an incredible tease for fan studios to first uh, you, you know this is the first time that we saw two spider-mans the game actually working together peel peter and miles uh, even appear to perform a team-up attack, which you guys will see here in a moment, at one point in the uh, in the trailer, which has many fans speculating that the game could feature a co-op mode. This isn't the first time fans have speculated about co-op since the release of Insomniac's first Spider-Man game in 2018, but here's the thing. Spider-Man 2 doesn't need co-op. In fact, it could be bad for the game. 
don't get me uh, don't get me wrong. I love co a uh, good co-op game. Left for Dead, Cup of Tea, Sea of Thieves, and It Takes Two, which It Takes Two is fucking phenomenal. Uh, but after um, uh, are all good games to play with friends, but I think there were better experiences for it, and co-op may not be the way that Insomniac goes for Spider-Man. Now, one thing that we talked about or was fucking amazing was this tease at the end. Now, I want you guys to go. I don't want to get hit with some copyright bullshit because uh, you guys know we're always fucking kind of going against that. So check out the trailer yourself. But me and Jay Stone were talking about this yesterday. I feel like in the trailer, the voice that we hear talking is Craven the Hunters. Cause it's talking about the hunt and there's an accent. But at the end, we had kind of a misdirection with Venom. So there's your Sinister Six. We get Miles and Peter. But let's continue this article. And again, this also comes from Ben Reeves. That's why we picked it up. Uh, that's crucial because co-op is its own best, its own beast, and it takes a lot of work to make a game fun. So basically, the, the, the argument is we don't need co-op in this world. Um, Portal 2 only made it work by design, uh, but by design co-op as a separate mode. Nintendo was able to get co-op into Luigi's Mansion by letting players play as Guigi, which is, that's true. Still, the second player's interactions were a bit limited, and the mode only worked because Guigi's mechanic was already in single player. Insomniac Spider-Man titles are great open world action games. Like many people, I think it would be fun uh, and lots of fun to swing around New York and stop crying with a friend. However, some of the best moments from Insomniac uh, superhero games have been the story and the action set pieces. Those elements don't mix well in co-op. If Spider-Man 2 has co-op, I'm worried it would lose a lot of its charm. So how do you guys feel about it? Now, I thought this was confirmed. I just misread the, the title. Do you think that co-op, based on what you saw in the trailer, would really hurt Spider-Man 2? Um, I always like co-op because co-op just lets you... It's it's always unique. Like, I played Ultimate Muscle, which was a wrestling fighter, and you had co-op. You could do single moves, and they had their single specials. Then you had your co-op stuff, and it always just seemed like the co-op just brought you more into the, the game, especially if you know the series, especially if you know the characters. And we're talking about Miles Morales and Peter Parker right now. Uh, everybody's seen Into the Spider-Verse. Everybody has seen... You know, any uh, many of the Spider-Man animated series, everybody has seen the live actions. Tom Holland is now Spider-Man. We want to see Spider-Man work with other Spider-Mans. That's what we've been alluding to. That's what everybody has been been jumping for. So I think co-op co could be okay, but I'm trying to figure out how they do it. Is Are there just like co-op spots, you know, where you go and enter into a specific um, character and chapter battles or is it just for crimes around the city or can you go into an online mode and then do co-op because i think that would be dope because last time in spider-man you had it where peter could do certain missions where it take him to the nighttime of the city right and so it'd have to do a whole load screen or take you to a different part of the city and it'd have to load or a different point in time so if you had like an online deal where peter has a you know he has his twitter account uh, Spider-Man has a Twitter account. He has a cell phone. What if he goes to his cell phone and goes online and you do co-op? I think it could be done well. Um, but Sony also brought this bad boy uh, to the table, and I was so excited. Uh, we're we're, we're going to go right into it. My, my friend Kratos, if you know him, uh, Ragnarok is back. Um, yeah, let's just kind of watch. Uh, nasty, nasty Kratos here. 
sitting. You see the garb has changed. Winter's upon him. Several years have passed. And I was like, man, that dude's kind of big. Did, did he mean like a deer person is about to be a battle? Oh, it's Atreus. It's an older Loki. It's an older Atreus. And this will actually be the end of the God of War, uh, the Norris era. This will also be the end for uh, Studio Santa Monica. So as far as doing God of War. So this is a special one. But as you see, who's running towards Loki and, and Kratos? It's Freya. Transforming Freya has vowed to kill Kratos because she killed he killed his, her son, um, who she put a mortal curse on, who... He didn't want the curse, but she put a curse on to protect him. Um, and so she's vowed to kill Kratos. Atreus is kind of bucking up. He doesn't want to be waiting. He wants to be out there fulfilling his prophecy, but he doesn't know the prophecy. And as we know, if you guys have beat God of War, if you did not, spoilers, Kratos sees his own death. He sees that uh, Atreus, a.k.a. Loki, will be standing over him at some point in time and he will die. Now, this is several years, so we know it's not the little Loki, but... Knowing that we have five more in the tank, uh, as far as what Corey Barlog let on before switching uh, switching hands over, switching the helms over, um, I think the fact that we got five more and the fact that this is the end of the Norse Tales and this shows that Kratos is, is going to die with Loki, is this the end of Kratos' deal? Are we going to get like past stories? Are we going to get um, Loki taken up for his father and becoming you know, the god of war? Because Loki does bring Ragnarok in Norse mythology. But I do believe it's when he's older, not when he's a kid like at this. But from what happened in the first game, Kratos, and which there's Thor right there, Kratos and Atreus, Kratos and Loki sped up Ragnarok because it was not supposed to happen for a hundred of years. And I think there was only like a few years before it, it happened. So I'm excited to see what happens. But all the gameplay, this is sick. This is nasty. It looks beautiful. The Blades of Chaos, Kratos is going wild with. You also see he's got different shields, uh, different hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat techniques. Atreus right here is jumping on a deer. So his uh, ruins, his... Uh, different type of magic that he's using because he got the blue and the yellow i can't remember what they are i always say lightning and then like spirit but those have um gotten stronger and then here's tear the norris god of war meeting the greek god of war kratos and you know he was thought to be dead but here he is god of war ragnarok i'm super excited this was a title we knew that with the leak that happened over the past couple of weeks we knew something was gonna come and then here's loki's love um we're going to call her A, because I know her name starts with A, but I can't remember uh, what the full name is. But you saw Thor. Thor's a little bit bigger, uh, but that would be, you know, kind of the, you know, he's strong. He's a big beast. He's a he's a, a god of war and battle. That That's about right. That's about how he would look. Um, oh, this next title right here. This had me because, and it we didn't even get anything, but... I keep on saying, like, I never thought that we were going to get anything else. I thought that um, Origins would be the very last title that we got for this character. I'm, I'm so happy that they went ahead and decided to make this, uh, make this reality. And this comes from Insomniac as well. Now, Insomniac, I think when they hit Spider-Man, kind of hit their genre. They're like, you know what? We're really good at telling stories, and we're really good at telling stories outside of the realm. Because uh, once Insomniac made Spider-Man, Spider-Man, there there was a the, uh, a lot of things that went with it. We had a comic book series that started; it was like a prequel. What happened during the game, and then we had a post, which led into another series. 
So I feel like this could bring back, you know, some titles for this man. But as you can see, we're in a bar. Everything's beat the fuck up. Uh, a cowboy hat and a plaid T-shirt. Uh, bloody knuckles. Okay. We got hairy arms. That's interesting. This is uh, this is a fight game. And then you're like, Marvel. You're like, no. No, I can't be. What's up? My wife's being weird. You ever have one of those weird wives that be doing weird shit? But you look and you're like, no, I can't be in. It's Wolverine. Hey, baby. Okay, I got to ask you something. Because uh, did you watch the trailer for Wolverine? Did I, make, did I force you to watch it? Because she, she doesn't like to watch trailers. And so I like to watch trailers. Did you watch it? <laughs> okay so she didn't think i was serious but wolverine i like wolverine games we got wolverine origins that was basically a video game based off of uh the wolverine the origins movie that they made and the the cool thing about that is yeah it followed the the movie pretty specifically but there was also missions that it didn't follow and then you could hack and slash wolverine would get uh his skin taken off you know what i need to play that for a stream his skin the skin would go down like he'd take all these bullets and shit and you'd see the animanium but you'd also see the healing factor sometimes it's feeling healing factors impaired and it takes longer for him to heal he's bleeding everywhere he's cutting people's arms off so to know that insomniac is bringing the game now spider-man no it didn't kill anybody like they said when he kicked people off buildings that that they would end up being shot to a building or, or webbed to a building because they didn't want to show death so how are they going to do with wolverine i don't know i feel like they could go ahead and just just make it a wolverine game insomniac makes really good games uh focus on the story and focus on the character and i don't think they're gonna go wrong if they do an original story i'll be fucking down for that um this next one, I had no uh, idea what to really expect. I hadn't heard anything about it. Um, let me see if I can pull up the trailer. There we go. Because there's a lot of gameplay for this one. But this is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Now, I like like most of the stuff that we got shown looked really beautiful. Looked really good. Did we know we were going to get it? Yes. Did we know we were going to get all of it? No. We didn't know about Wolverine. Spider-Man 2 was kind of like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get a Spider-Man 2 because Miles Morales needed to be a Spider-Man 2. Now, if they're going to do another story with Peter or if they're just going to focus on Miles, that's some shit that we didn't know. But boom, we got both. Now, this is Tiny Tina's Wonderland. This really reminds me of uh, Forged or um, eh, it's got like a little fable Fortnite vibe to it. Uh, I do like the aesthetic, the artwork. It's very cyberpunkish, very Borderlands. So that kind of makes me excited. But it wasn't one that I was like, man, I, I just got to play. Um, but there was, you know, the little mushroom running towards you was kind of funny, kind of cute. Uh, the magic, I, I feel like the tone and the theme of uh, this show, Sony showcase was like, we got to show them the fucking magic. If we don't show them like Marvel, it's got to be goddamn magic. And they did, you know, guns, magic, aircrafts, weapons, cowboys. It's nice. It looks, it's cute. This is a, this is a longer trailer than what I want to watch. So we're going to go ahead and cut that short <laughs> and get to the next one. Because we have a couple more uh, video games I want to review. But it's, it's coming out. It looks good i'm not gonna say anything bad because i don't know anything about it so we'll we'll check it out later now this one kind of reminded me of bayonetta and i was like what the fuck is this like where is this this game going and so project eve 
was announced. Now, let me see if I can find the perfect trailer. There we go. Project Eve came out. And Project Eve is basically uh, your main character's female. And she's got a sword. But it's it's almost like, I, I don't know, like her sword game is crazy. It's, it's She's dragging like almost a buster sword with her. And then she also gets upgraded because at the end of the trailer... Oh, this is a long trailer. We might have to skip ahead. At the end of the trailer, she gets like this this fucking Ghostbusters death stranding type suit. But look at it. Like, of course the clothes are gonna be smooth, but just watch the the mechanics. The angles. She's spinning that in, she jumps up. There's her saber sword from shift up. Boom. And the the grotesque fucking alien type monster type deal, that draws you in right there. But look at that. Busted the glass outer space boom like it's not like your normal female lead. like oh she's you know her power is love her power is this. like no this this bitch's power is whooping ass and uh she's in outer space and best believe she's about to go super saiyan but look at that eyes on top of eyes reaching out of the space station stylistically looks very nice the shit that i'm if the game plays exactly like this and it feels and plays like bayonetta i'm all in look at these worlds World's comparative to The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I'm going to fast forward to what I was talking about. Her, but look, well, we'll, we'll watch this for a second. It just looks so nice. Okay, now I want to see her power suit. We're going to fast forward. Now, this is the suit that I was talking about. Look at that shit. I wish all the fucking cutscenes were like actual gameplay. It looks so nice. It's beautiful. Project Eve is one that I want to pick up. I'm always about hack and slash and, and going through worlds because, again, very Castlevania, very uh, 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 Devil May Cry. Very, very Devil May Cry. Um, Ghost Wire Tokyo is like a freak show of a fucking video game. I have no idea really what this, this game is about because our main character, as you'll see in the trailer, kind of... There's this mist that's coming out everywhere, kind of fucking up everybody. And then next thing you know, like, he doesn't get changed. And you're like, well, what the fuck, dude? Like, what, what's so special about you? And um, then he gets, like, these powers that kind of take on ghosts. Half his face is missing. He kind of like a Ichigo-type, hollow-type shit. Like, it's so weird. Like, look, there you go. Half the eyes missing. He's kind of scared. Oh, shit, these motherfuckers carrying umbrellas. And then we got uh, fucking old-style souls floating to the air. Here's the fog I was talking about. And then the shit gets serious. The shit gets weird. Um, but stylistically, it feels like Death Stranding. It feels like Project Eve where you got like a lot of weird shit. This guy can use like a basically psychic powers, kind of like control. But you have a weird cast of characters. Basically, you're traveling the streets of Tokyo beating up ghosts. Like the Tokyo Ghostbusters. Like old businessmen. You have fucking masks. You got like a fucking delinquent doing a drop kick and shit. Almost looking like Yakuza-esque. But I'm not really sure what this fucking game is about. It's just a fuck a mind trip. Like look at that. Why would chairs stand themselves up? Nobody knows, but this is Ghostwire Tokyo. Looks fucking nice. So this is on my list as well. Again, like Project Judge, or it was Project Judgment, but Lost Judgment. Games look stylistically nice and look different. What is this journey that we're going on? What are we trying to do? I'm intrigued, and that's all I ask for a video game. It's like, if you're going to intrigue me, now I want to know what we're, what's going on, what we're going to do. So this is um, Ghost uh, Wire Tokyo. 
fucking weird. Fucking beautiful, though. There we go. Sometimes you got to become the hero in the game. Uh, next on the list, what, what else do we got? Um, this one, I it, it reminds me of Marvel's Alliance. But there's another game it reminds me of, and I keep on forgetting. It's like on the tip of my tongue. But regardless, I, I'm I'm all for this. I want this game. Everybody's kind of kind of hating on it. I I'm excited for it. This one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, let's go ahead and move forward a bit. Why is this so fucking slow? Oh, don't tell me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say, don't tell me this is the clip. Okay, so last time we watched the Guardians of the Galaxy clip, the video game, we got to see some of the customization options between the characters. We got to see Peter Quill uh, before missions, and they kind of make note of that. It's like, man, I hope you have one hell of a speech, Quill. His speeches affect how the teams react and how they play on each world, in each mission, on each game. But also, as you customize your character, there's different abilities. So his rocket packs, to his guns, to his boosters, to um, grenades he throws, Drax knives, his clothing, and just shit like that. And this whole time, he's sitting here, you know, trying to trick him, play a game. But look at these worlds. Like, you get to fly around. Uh, Cosmo, which was fucking amazing. They should, they In this trailer, like I said, go back and watch. You get to hear his Russian accent, which is fucking cool as hell because it's Cosmo the dog. But... I really, really like the cinema, and that's basically what we're getting. We're getting a lot of cinematic. Um, not too much gameplay. It's kind of giving you more story because you're getting the Nova Core. You're getting all these different things that are in the Guardians of the Galaxy, in the Marvel Universe, but we don't normally get to see. So I feel like this is coming. I feel like this game is going to be the video game version of Guardians. Like Guardians was something that set the Marvel Universe apart. And it's almost like a standalone type franchise type thing. I feel like this is as well. This is a Marvel game, but technically this is just a party game. That's why I feel. But here you're getting gameplay with Star-Lord, you know, with specials. It just looks fantastic. And then you have goofy-ass Groot and things like that. There's a Nova Corps. This is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, We got... Gran Turismo 7, actually, I, before we get into that, no, you know what, let's just go ahead and do that real quick, so I'm going to I'm gonna kind of speed through that one, because Gran Turismo 7, I haven't been into Gran Turismo in, in, for a while, um, it's always stylized, it's beautiful, the car games, reflective surfaces, all that shit we always talk about, but it just, it, it just really hasn't grabbed me the way it used to when when playstation 2 first came out and shit like that but let's kind of go through the trailer again it looks very nice very sleek talking about these cars you get the lineup you get the spread i used to love customizing the cars i used to love just feeling the tracks but then it is very repetitive and i don't think there's enough offered here if they offer something else within the story mode and with the gameplay i might be willing to pick it back up and play it but as you guys know, it's just you're getting all the beautiful shit, and it's gonna go deep into the cars. Um, let's let's fast forward here, like all your customization, everything, decals to the very last T. You can customize your shit. You have all these options that they're giving you, but I want to see how it plays with the game. You can make your own track, your pictures, all this shit is beautiful. But it's not it's not something that attracts me because i don't want to put so much extra work into what the 
car looks like and pictures and shit like that that I'm not enjoying actual gameplay. You know what I mean? So if they've made it well-rounded, I'm down for. But as you can see, every you know, you got to win a race to earn money, earn money to build up your car, continue to roll ra- win races, move up the ranks, more money. It's a job. That's, that's just what it kind of feels like to me. But again, fucking stunning. Beautiful. Um, now let's go ahead and go to uh, Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt is, I think in this trailer, they went more into the characters you play. And there's like the vampires, there's the hunters, and then casters, I think. There's there's something else. Um, and I think this trailer was, it's not too long. It's, it's a little bit longer than what I want. Uh, but we'll check it out. And kind of fast forward because I I really like Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt is one that I think is going to keep me uh, intrigued and interested for a while. Hang on. We're about to pull this shit up after this damn commercial. Boom. Okay. So one thing right off the bat, making it dark, making it dreary, using those neon signs, the banana hammock sign is fucking amazing. But they show a list of black fucking characters. I was like, okay, this is what I got to get into. But... You look at your vampires, you look at your characters, you have everything from punk to just like fucking uh, shoulder pad ridden American horror story type vampire. But look at this shit. You have two different types. Uh, They all use different weapon bases. You get to see how they attack. Look at that blocking uh, fucking bullets. The The fucking shadow step draining them when you pick them up. The, the Nosferatu right here. You got all the bald head looking motherfuckers, but you use your sniper rival. That's what I think is interesting. Turning into gas to advance on your target, not taking damage. And then you have the Brujas. That's what it was. And those are basically, those are what I call the hunters. You're using magic to counteract the forces of, of evil. So those are your three character types that they go into in this trailer. You get to see them fight each other. This is Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt is nice. Blood Hunt is going to be one that that we enjoy for a while. It's going to be like, uh, oh yeah, then you got your hunters that come in and fucking destroy and kill everything. So there's there's going to be some good shit. But um, what was the game that we were playing? Uh, not we were playing Dying Light too, but it's uh, Death Before Daylight. That's what it reminds me of. Um, Death Loop. I, I love it. Death Loop was a great concept. It's beautiful. It's one that is not going to ever get old to me because it's 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 almost like uh what was it five minutes to kill yourself if you guys ever played that when that was on um adultswim.com it's just like how do i get to this result as fast as possible in 12 minutes i wish you guys will see some streaming on i'm kind of getting into that, that the same feel for 12 minutes which i think 12 minutes is the film that they were talking about that uh james mcafee like improv the entire deal but here's death loop basically playing through these characters very um we happy few fallout uh bioshock type game there you go killing people restarting it just looks fun it was one that oh that neck break gets me every fucking time again if you did not watch these trailers go through on um youtube watch them with all the the audio so you can hear the music you can hear the commentary from everybody and you can really take time to appreciate uh what they showed whether it's gameplay or whether it is these cinematics now this is like a three minute trailer we ain't, we ain't doing the full for three minutes because we got one more uh which is chia that's the last one i'm gonna cover and then oh well you know we had some from square enix as well 
that I want to talk about. So again, check out the full trailer for Death Loop. And Chia is a nice little, almost like Coco type tale. Here comes Chia. Uh, and it almost feels like, um, you know, Zelda a little bit. It just has like a nice feel. You can play the guitar. If you guys played Last of Us Part Two. that was something that you could do. And you go on these gym adventures, build bonds, and have these creative worlds. And this is over inter- interactive type way. And you see that water looks beautiful. Time passes. There's so many different facets that I saw within this trailer. I was like, as you play, it's going to feel... It's one of those games where you feel every part of the story. Almost like Spirit Pharaoh. So... This one is one on my list. Uh, I like it. It looks it looks cute. It looks like it's magical. It looks like it's one of those games like I'm just going to be wrapped in. And it's like, man, why can't they just make other games like this? Uh, I think you walk, go around the island, that's what it is, and you inhabit different animals, and you live through their eyes and kind of make the island better and experience it that way. So, again, this is a cute game. Look at that shit. That's nice. Uh, Chia was the last one. Now, we did get something as well uh, from uh, Forsaken. Now, Forsaken was talked about a while ago. So let me go ahead, because this was also an article uh, from Game Informer. Square Enix has announced Forspoken, that's what it was, Final Fantasy Fantasy Origin live stream from Tokyo Game Show. Uh, This by Marcus Stewart. The presentation schedule for this year's Tokyo Game Show uh, recently rolled out and Square Enix confirmed when and where you can catch its big live stream. Additionally, it announced uh, individual showcases highlighting Forspoken, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, and Final Fantasy The First Soldier. Uh, as previously revealed, where Enix presented, uh, presents will air on October 1st at 3, 3 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, it hasn't tipped its hand on what to expect uh, from the larger uh, catch-all showcase, but you can check out uh, with English subtitles on its official YouTube channel. The same uh, rings true for the game-specific streams airing throughout the weekend. If you don't mind uh, waking up early, here's when you can catch the live time. So for Spoken, uh, which just appeared with a stunning new trailer during the uh, PlayStation uh, uh, showcase, which I'll pull that up in a second, we'll have a uh, presentation on October 1st at 6 a.m. Pacific. The game, fond- uh, formerly known as Project Athea, stars a modern-day woman uh, named Frey who is transported to a fantastical world of dragons and magic. So let's go ahead and pull that up because, one, the lead character, she's black. Two, it mentions that anything that she thinks she can do in this world. And it's from flying to projectile to magic. And it's very, very, uh, the, the way that they do the magic is like fragmented, almost kind of like Dr. Strangest. It's, it's, it's interesting the way that they did that. Cause I was, I don't know if I would have made that call. I probably would have did like, you know, the normal circular runes or some shit like that, but you'll see it. Here comes the trailer. Now, uh, let me finish with the, uh, the article. Let's see. Uh, Chaos reigns. Uh, the follow. Okay, so um, these. This is still the schedule for uh, the Tokyo uh, Game Show. Chaos reigns the following day when a presentation for Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin airs on October second at five a.m. Pacific. Uh, postponed as a pre or 
position as a prequel slash spinoff of the Final Fantasy One. The game is an action RPG with light sprinkles of Dark Souls. Oh God! So you know you gotta die a lot. That uh, it says light sprinkles, so you may not. That looks absolutely bonkers. You can read firsthand impressions of the demo. Uh, in the article, which is on Game Informer. And then you also have Final Fantasy The First Soldier, the mobile game, Royale game, uh, that was recently playable in beta. gets a spotlight on October 3rd, 1.30 a.m. Pacific Time. It's one of the two Final Fantasy uh, mobile games in the works right now. What the fuck is going on? Well, something... Ah, there we go. That's weird. I'm like went away there she is she traveled through the portal now she's in this other world and now you're about to see some shit but this is for spoken world looks beautiful um it's 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 weird how many fucking tv shows and games are coming out where you travel back into the past but i'm i'm enjoying them i'm digging them you know what i want to get to some magic and shit she's looking at the rings that are wrapped around her arms and those help her do all this amazing shit right here now look at this and tell me you don't want to play this game one to see modern people that that was cool right there to trap the the birds and fucking a water bubble but to see somebody wearing modern clothes in like this the medieval type world is fucking unbelievable jumping rooftop to rooftop like the fucking tick with her spring shoes on uh being able to fly pull herself places that little trail that almost looks like a scarf which we got in legacy or it looks like some dust like from prince of the persia like all this shit just this is amazing um i'm really invested in the story to see how she handles things because there's a, a tv series i'm watching now where this woman was a, was a soldier so she was born for battle and gets pushed back 200 years in the past and can't handle shit so i'm like dude how does she handle shit because i know i'd be thinking about it. i'm like man there's no way that i'm going back in the past but here's forespoken just gorgeous dragons magic look at that almost like she's a fucking kakashi turned a wow uh, a water uh burst whatever the fuck you want to call it into fucking sharp ice picks Nice. Forspoken. So that's everything that came out of the uh, Sony showcase. Hopefully, if you guys did not see it, you can check it out on YouTube uh, at any point in time. But uh, let's go ahead and take our last pause for the cause. We'll come back with Anime and Manga of the Month, and then that'll wrap it up for today's show. Uh, what? Oh, you know what? Let's go ahead. I wanted to play some more These days, uh, video there is game a lot shit, but uh, we're, we're about to... Oh, shit, my bad. We're about to play... Um, the new joint that Rifty did today. All right, well, I tell you, Rifty beats. That's why we use Rifty. Rifty knows his shit. Rifty knows what to do with the beat. That is also, that's from Attack on Titan. That's that uh, that battle theme. Um, so anime and manga of the month for this month. Uh, we've talked about them. Let me go ahead and pull this trailer up because it's, it's a weird show. Uh, I, I feel like sometimes it can be cringy. But I like the cringe because the the overall story is so dark. It starts, I would say that it starts light, but I don't even know if this series starts light. The anime of the month for you guys is uh, Odd Taxi. Now, Odd Taxi is some weird shit. And when I say it's weird shit, uh, the main character, he's a taxi driver, but he just asks weird questions. He makes weird statements. Let me read you what Crunchyroll says, which you can find this on Crunchyroll and VRV, which is soon to, I don't know what the fuck it's about to be. 
I heard that High Dive is terminating his contract with uh, Crunchyroll um, at the end of this month, at the end of September, and I don't know what's happening to VRV with them being with them joining Funimation. So we can we can only see. But this town should look familiar, but suddenly it is not. The taxi driver Odakawa lives a very mundane life. He has no family, doesn't really hang out with others, and he's an oddball with a narrow mind uh, who is narrow minded and doesn't talk much. The only people. He calls his friends are his doctor, Goroiki, and his classmate from high school, Kakabana. Uh, all of his patrons seem to find him slightly odd themselves. The college student who wants to get noticed online, Kabasawa, a nurse with secrets, Shirakawa, and a comedy duo, the Homo Sapiens. Uh, all these mundane conversations somehow lead to a girl who has gone missing, and that's the weird part. She goes missing. Nobody knows where she is. The last place she was saw was in that motherfucker's taxi, and he's just like, I don't know. I need to go to the doctor. Well, why do you need to go to the doctor? I'm not feeling well. That's logical, right? And he's just very, very baseline, mundane, doesn't say too much shit, but then everybody is kind of suspicious because their stories don't match up. His doctor, his nurse does weird shit. The kid that wants to get famous online, people handing off shit. You got monkey Joe here with the pistol in the back, the fucking double mint twins right there with that fucking will I am glasses and shit. It's a weird show. Uh, the episodes are not short like you would think they are, but they're funny because it's a world full of animals. So check out odd. I know I'm, I'm, I'm busting the shit out of it, but check out odd taxi. It's on Crunchyroll VRV. Uh, I, I enjoy it now. Manga of the month. Um, this one is, uh, one that's, it's really good. There's a new chapter out now. I think it's chapter nine. I haven't even read it, but it's Nuru way of the martial artist. Uh, let me go ahead and pull this up so you guys can see what it looked like. There we go right there. Basically, he's Goku, but Goku found a martial arts school. A young martial arts martial artist finds his true path. He's trying to find the 18 or complete the 18 disciplines because not many people have. And the one person that he would know that has is his grandpa, who his grandpa raised him because his parents were dead. His grandpa raised him in ancient martial art that he just uses and practices just everyday martial arts. But when he stumbles upon the school of people trying to get into the region's top martial arts school who competes with other martial arts schools and tournaments and shit like that, uh, to see who can be representatives to go up for the 18 uh, disciplines. They find out that he's not ordinary and he finds out there's other ways to learn martial arts and he's just geeked up. So basically Goku goes to school, Nuru, the way the martial artist, this is on, um, uh, Viz media. You guys can check it out. So anime of the month is odd taxi manga is Neuroway the Martial Artist. Um, I gave you your releases for video games this month. I gave you the latest uh, that came from Sony and the latest articles that you need to know. It's already been over an hour, folks. I'm Elijah 5000, and it's time to get out of here. You know, and, oh, boy, don't smile bomb. Mm. See, y'all y'all don't deserve me. Y'all don't deserve me, because I do, I do good shit for you guys. Uh, but we are about to end the show. Make sure to follow uh, me on the socials. That's a, a really large underscore 5,000 on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Uh, then also the Elijah Bailey Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Also, make sure to follow. If you're watching on Twitch, hit that heart button. Turn on notifications. Show some fucking love. Same thing on Facebook. And if you're watching on YouTube, which if you go to Twitch, uh, 
twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. If you click on those links, they'll take you directly to the Twitter, Instagram, Discord, all that shit. You can go right there. Discord currently is under construction. I have a meeting on Tuesday to get that shit completed and up. But follow those pages that you'll see everything from new followers to subscribers. Shout out to AOS podcast for another 11 month sub. Thank you so much. But you get shout outs. You get to see things. You get to hear what's going on. No one shows are. And there's a special bonus episode coming out this month. So look on Twitter to check that out. Uh, send your emails to Elijah Bailey show at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you listen to this podcast. We are everywhere, um, especially Podbeam. It's our hosting site. And patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey shows where you can go to support the show uh, besides just sharing and shit like that. If you're watching on YouTube, watch the video all the way through. Click the like button and leave a comment. Help out with the algorithms that everybody is laying in waste because we love doing the show. You know, the bucket jumps back in. We're going to have some more guests. I love doing the show. And I know that you love it because you're here with me. So do a little bit. Help out the show. And I'll catch your ass in the next broadcast. I'm out and I'm Elijah 5000. Make sure to check out all the shows at blackstudios.com and the Buckety, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.